0: I'm accounting, and my <laughs> I, I checkbook is always balanced.
1: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Of, so a little bit history of me. So I went to school for economics and accounting. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but I always had theater in my heart, right? So I did theater on the side, you know, and I ate up a lot of my units doing theater, which I shouldn't have done, but I enjoyed it and then once school was over to keep my acting chops going i started doing comedy and then i started getting a fan base and i said oh well i'll just keep doing this thing but uh so my day job
2: check 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 you guys hear me out there yay all right shut the fuck up out there guys it is now time your favorite time on every Monday to start up the joke workshop at Mutiny Radio. Guys, let's get a round of applause out there, get things started. I'm gonna turn the mics on. If someone if someone hears feedback, let me know. Because we were having an issue with that. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. All right, guys, you know the format here. Every comedian gets four minutes and then four minutes of feedback. Uh, I don't have anything more to say than that. Does anybody have any questions out there? Any any concerns? Uh oh, we gotta—we're still getting some feedback there. Sir, hello, feedback? No, okay, that sounds good. Hey, Capital, how do I turn on the music again? Uh, CD one. Which one? CD one. CD one. Both of them? Yep. Hell yeah! Woo! All right. Hell yeah. All right, guys. Uh, come to the stage, your first comedian. You know him, you love him. Make it loud right now for James Mora. Come on. Dude, you're not going to do a set?
3: What? You're not going to do a set from back there, dude? No, dude. I'm, I'm here to help. Okay. There's still some feedback. So we have eight minutes of feedback, not just four, huh? There we go. Uh, hey, bruh, bruh, bruh. Um, I have comments on that. All right. Uh, I, have t- I have trouble talking about my feelings, all right? Is anyone else here black? No, okay, just just me. Um, been getting better, uh, but now it's like all or nothing, right? It's like it's either my walls are up or they're down, and when they're down, it's like a disaster. Right? Like I, I get really bad at small talk especially, you know what I mean? Like the other day I was in an elevator with a coworker, he's like, how's your morning going? I said, well my girlfriend broke up with me and my parents are getting divorced, so not great. And he goes, huh, and just gets right out of, out of the elevator. <laughs> and for some reason that made me happy because I thought to myself, I just fucked that dude's day up and it brought a smile to my face. I don't know, I don't know what that says about me, but. Um, pretty bad at small talk. You know who's really good at small talk is white dudes. All right, do I have everyone's attention given that that's everyone here? Um, white dudes are very good at small talk. You don't, they only say three things when you ask them how they're doing, all are perfectly acceptable, okay? Doing good, you say good, easy enough, right? you're doing bad, you just say what day of the week it is, right? (laughs) Like, ask me how I'm doing, Stefan. It's Monday, see? (laughs) And in one simple word, I just told you I'm depressed, right? And I didn't have to burden you with why. And if a white dude's doing terrible, three simple fucking words, all right? Three simple words, living the dream, all right? Like, and if a white guy says, gives you that blank look, he says those three words, you might not see that white guy again, okay? So give him a big hug. Take him to the driving range. Um, I get cold sores. I'm not happy about it. Uh, if you're part of the fam, maybe just raise a discreet fist in solidarity and we can uh, share a moment with each other. Come on, guys, it's a mutiny. Don't be ashamed. Anyone? Come on. We're my fan. There we go. There we go. Um, what's that? Super rarely. Super rarely? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for being honest with us. Um, They're the worst, dude. Cold sores are the fucking worst. Um, The only thing I'm ever thankful for when I get a cold sore is for the brilliant man that invented the term cold sore, right? Because what a beautiful euphemism for herpes. Can we agree? Like, what an incredible marketer that guy is. Like, I want to hire that guy. You know what I mean? Because herpes is definitely the worst word in English by, I think, a significant margin, right? Like, I think it's between herpes and moist are like the one and two worst words. And what sucks about that is herpes actually is quite moist, so we kind of have to deal with both of those. I'm just like, I'm only performing for you right now. I don't know, this is our... Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Herpes, I mean, like, herpes is such a gross word, it sounds like if you said herpes six times, like, you get herpes, you know what I mean? Like, me saying the word herpes into this microphone is making you guys think that this microphone is no longer safe to hold. Like, you guys... Also, definitely a dude that invented the term herpes, right? Very dude move to do to do that shit, right? Like that was definitely a dude that's trying to get some ass and was just like thinking some shit on the fly, right? Like he was like, "No, baby, this isn't herpes. This isn't herpes. It's a cold sore, you know." Like roll. Um, oh shit! I meant to say, you guys, see what I'm saying, right? Definitely a dude that invented the term cold sore. We good? Definitely a dude. Yeah. All right, I'll it back up just for the purpose to keep the integrity of the joke. Um, definitely a dude that was like no baby this isn't herpes it's a cold sore you know roll through just like how it's always a dude that's like no baby I'm not unemployed I'm a DJ you know like it yeah. is all it is all good all right that's been it thank you I think your mics off My mic? yep
2: oh that was James Mora guys Woo. yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. You see the microphones posted all around the room. They're all on, so feel free to give feedback. I only got two two notes for you. By the way, great job, James. That hey, was thanks, just fantastic. Thanks, man. It, hey, wonderful it, man. set. Um, I like the small talk bit's a lot of fun. Uh, the whole point of small talk, right, is that it shouldn't personally impact you. So, like, what is you're not doing small talk? Like, what are you? What is what is a name for like what you're doing? I don't know. You could think of like a funny name for it. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. So just, I'm good at like yeah.
3: Uh, it's not sad, small talk sad it, talk yeah Pick. yeah,
2: yeah so I don't know something yeah. to think about um and then you say that you know the, the branding genius that did cold source. like mm-hmm. what else would you have him rebrand I know that you're pretty much your, right, yeah. your punchline is pretty much the DJ bit right but mm-hmm. like you could keep going with that and
3: have him work on some other projects yeah
2: yeah like genital warts or something
3: yeah yeah.
2: I don't know something along those lines like you yeah. need someone who could use that help alright that's all I've got cool. anybody else got anything Thank you, sir.
4: um I loved your jokes about the euphemisms of my people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot of room in there for. Uh, we're always lying. We never say what we're really thinking.
3: For 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 white,
4: for white people, we're lying to you. We oh, okay. That we oh, interesting. And that Would you
5: say that's accurate? <laughs> 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 okay, cool. Hundreds of years. All right, words. Thanks, man. Um, the the bit about uh, say goodbye to your white friend take him to the driving range one more time yeah uh, instead of or perhaps in addition to that uh, gun range mm. well,
1: well, that's kind do, of what you're kind guns, of trying
2: yeah. to avoid though right yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs> not if you're both shooting
3: true <laughs> cool anyone thank, else thank you friends thank all you right for the guys feedback, James Pierce. Moore
2: give it up one more time. Alright, so coming up next to the stage, she got up at the punchline for her first time last night, so she's here to teach us a thing or two. Make it loud right now for Natasha Vinnick, come on.
6: Hello, this is fun. Uh, You got, this thing gets real weird. Uh, Abortion, uh, let's talk about abortion. Yeah, Uh, abortion is not a joke. Abortion is a practical joke. Uh, I think not everyone should be allowed to joke about abortion. I think you should only joke about abortion if you have direct experience with it. I have a direct experience with it. Um, my uh, my brother was an abortion. Natasha, oh, rest in peace. <laughs> Figure I was named after him. <laughs> what could have been? I could have had an older brother. Uh, I imagine that... Uh, my mom, uh, I think uh, if I told her that I was pregnant, she'd tell me to just suck it up, which I think <laughs> means an abortion, right? She's all about abortions. uh uh-huh, fun, fun, my mom would hate this so much. <laughs> She's like, don't ever tell anyone about my abortion. <laughs> and I'm like, too bad, I do comedy. Um, okay, this is very important. This is an important thought, you guys. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird that when we poop, what we shit out, that's like fertilizer. <laughs> Like that's the nom-noms for something else after we've done the nom-noms. You know what I mean? Like isn't that bizarre? And it's, it's, it's kind of posed like it's a byproduct of our existence, right? Poop is the byproduct. What if poop is the product? What if God was super tired of like putting trees all over the world and he was like, let's make this hands-free, <laughs> right? He was like, I'm fucking done with this. Um, uh, that joke doesn't count, I don't believe in God. I don't believe there's a God. I don't, Uh, I think you can see God in anything that if David Attenborough narrated it, like that's when God makes sense. You know what I mean? Like you hear about um, like the octopus, how it freaks out its enemies by spreading ink, you know? And you're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like I buy that. But if uh, David Attenborough had to narrate my life, it'd be very clear there's no God. You'd be like the Natasha. When she encounters a nut, her face swells to three times the size. Uh, I assume to ward off other nuts. Uh, The Natasha, when she comes into contact with a peanut, her throat closes up real tight. I assume so no more peanuts can get in. The Natasha, when she comes into contact with a peanut, She pukes up all her insides outside to scare all the nuts away so she could run away from the nuts. Uh, That's how I know there's no God. I'm sure of it. Uh, That's all I wanted to work on. Thank you so much.
2: All right, guys. This is Natasha Vinnick. I don't have a lot because I thought a lot of that was great, but uh, you say your mom told you to suck it up, but should probably suck it out is the transition there right did i did you say that or did i miss that uh,
6: i did not say that it was implied but we could go all the way
2: okay well then clearly i missed it uh <laughs> i missed the implication maybe i'm a bit slow on the uptake but i like that bit uh that's pretty much all i've got anybody else
7: um so i i loved it um i think with your uh the initial thing you did of abortion is not a joke, and kind of make the audience feel bad. I think you could have let that hang in the air for a lot longer, okay. let the tension really sit, and I think you know you could just play with it at mics where it doesn't count, and just see where it stays funny, and just yeah. see how long you can hang out there until it's not funny.
6: Um, <laughs> I like
7: but I think that. there's I think there's more room to hang out with that, um, and then the David Attenborough thing. Uh, I think that when you do his stuff as a question, it weakens it because it gets a little confusing because David Attenborough is always making statements. Yeah. So if it's like, because you were sort of doing like, she's doing it to scare off the other nuts? I don't know. Yeah. But it kind of was in this in between place where it just sort of stopped being David Attenborough, not being him confused. So mm-hmm. like, you could do it, but just it needs to be stronger into the Attenborough or be a statement. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I
1: get yeah, it. Yeah, cool. You had a great set. I had basically the exact same thought on the David Attenborough because he's not saying I assume he's saying shit like scientists believe. So like more affirmative phrases like that. Yeah. I watch a lot of David Attenborough. <laughs> I think this is a David Attenborough room.
8: When you did the David Attenborough one, I thought you said penis at one point in time instead of peanut. And that bad. could be fun two I don't know
6: <laughs>
8: when she encounters a penis another kind of nut
1: uh,
2: great uh, anyone have anything else any more critiques of her Na- David Attenborough impression does anyone else have any comments on that any more nothing alright guys well that was Natasha Vinett. give it up one more time guys come on All right, your next comedian coming to the stage. I'm not familiar with his work, but I'm sure we're gonna love him. Give him some great feedback. Make it loud for Richard Barney, everyone.
8: All right, guys. Anybody talk to their first roommate from college ever? No? Yeah, me neither. He lives in Knoxville now. Federal prison. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, and don't worry. I mean, he's in there for a good reason. He's he's a white guy with a college education. If you're white and went to college and you're in jail, it's for a reason. Um, on November 26, 2016, uh, Joel Guy Jr. murdered his parents. And I remember the date specifically because that's the same day that I saw the movie Zootopia. Have you guys seen Zootopia? <laughs> oh, my God, that movie is so good. Okay, it's about this little bunny called... Uh, Judy Hopps, and Judy Hopps is this bunny, and nobody thinks that she can be a detective, but she wants to be a detective, but she is brave and smart and strong. And It turns out she was just a little bunny that Zootopia needed, just like Hillary Clinton would have been. I cried a lot that day. I cried so much. It was a tough time for white people. A lot of us were in really, really bad shape, and I wasn't any different. Um, Anyways, about my roommate, so living with a with a murderer is terrible. Um I would not recommend it. Like two out of five stars. I'm reserving one star for roommates who kill you me. Uh but he was a fucking cockblock. Horrible cockblock. Um and the reason for that, of course, is because he looked like somebody who was going to cut you into tiny pieces and dissolve your body in acid. Which is exactly what he did to his parents. Um which is kind of ironic because Zootopia is about not judging people based on what they look like. But, in this situation, like maybe trust your instincts. Um, white people, if, when you see another white person who looks like a murderer, call the cops. White people, when you see a black person that looks like a murderer, don't call the cops. That's just a black person just a black person. Stop calling the cops on black people. You fucking racists. <laughs> <laughs> don't. don't. Uh, experiences with law enforcement are very different for black and white people. I know this because at one point in my life I was breaking the law and the cops came. Because I had called them. I had called them. I was in an emergency and I had to call them. I lived in uh, New Hampshire. I was going to college in New Hampshire. And I had uh, been playing beer pong all night and I went to walk home. And New Hampshire is an incredibly white place uh, also because snow and it was winter. And I fell into a creek Um, and I'm freezing cold and I'm dripping wet. And I get back to my dorm and I get out my key card, right? And it is fucking cold. And so I slip on this sheet of ice. I do like the like, boom. And they it shatters everywhere. And so then I'm freezing all over, and, and, and I'm like, shit, what am I gonna do? I start calling all my friends. Nobody's picking up, it's 3 a.m., I'm drunk as shit. I'm covered in water. I'm freezing cold, I'm gonna die. And So I called the cops. And then I remember there's one person I hadn't called. My roommate. <laughs> and he bailed me out. All right, guys, that's all I wanted to work on today.
2: <laughs> all right, Richard Barney, everybody. Sorry I was writing notes so furiously. I missed about three quarters of that. But um, I think so. The the bit I think that stood out that needs a little more legs is, uh, you know, if you see a white person looks like a murderer, call the cops. If you see a black person looks like a murderer, don't call the cops. It needs more. I think you need to flesh it out. Be like, you know, that's not... His victim, that's his girlfriend. You know, you're just being a dickhead. That's not his murder weapon. That's his shovel. He's doing his gardening, you asshole. Like, something like that. needs—it needs, it needs yeah. more legs. If you just leave it at that, there's not enough punch. You're just calling white people racist, which is pretty standard fare around here, right? You know, you, you need to flesh that out a bit more. Or, you know, go the other way with it. Like, you know, even if he is a murderer you don't want to look bad, you know, like something like that. You know, you don't want to, you know, this is a this is a virtue signaling society and you're sending the wrong signals or something along those lines. So that, that needs a little bit more legs, in my opinion. Uh, but that's all I've got for
1: you. Anybody else? I feel like if you're going to be talking about white people that look like murderers, maybe it's just because I'm here, but you should relate it to the room.
8: <laughs> or myself.
1: I mean, oh, it's an open mic, so either option is going to work out just fine for you. And also, it would be funny if you were doing your slipping impression, if you actually slipped and hurt yourself, and then we had to shut things down, you know? All right, noted. Yeah, noted. Noted. Thank
8: you. Thank you for that feedback. Your your
2: finishing act should be you hurting yourself every single time. That's how you should finish the
5: act. (laughs) When he said uh, you should relate it to The Room, I thought he was talking about the movie The Room with Tommy Wiseau. (laughs) And Tommy Wiseau really does look like a murderer, so if you can work that in, I think that'd be good, too. You know, Specificity in comedy is always is always ideal.
8: He's actually coming to town on November 9th. I think tickets are available if you yes. want to go see it at the Landmark Theater. But I we think... don't do
2: free advertisement on this show, okay? <laughs> so we'll bleep that out later.
7: Uh, you might have another laugh line um, on living with a murderer is terrible if you just take a little more time with that and put some spaces in it because yes. it's such an obvious statement that... A little pause in the middle of it might pull a laugh. Uh,
9: one thing I, I really liked was when uh, I thought you were out of Zootopia, and then you just brought it back. That was that was really funny. Um, there's definitely a lot there to Zootopia too, because it's a good way to sort of explore like our relationships with uh, surfaces and you know superficial qualities, uh, and 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 yeah, and you got the murder aspect. And a really weird thing about Zootopia is that it's kind of about discrimination against carnivores, but they still eat other animals, right? They yeah,
8: that is one of the m- like major flaws, I would agree, of the movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
8: all right, I think that's it. Thanks, <laughs> uh, oh, 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 We all ah, one important. more. Really important.
6: When you were talking about how white people call the police on them, they look like murderers, because they're probably murderers, the whole time, I'm just waiting for you to acknowledge that you look like a murderer yeah you should acknowledge that you look like murder
1: yeah like call the police except now i swear to god uh just to balance things out i'm going to say that you're a very handsome man and don't (laughs) don't worry too much about the murderer stuff um and also what was that was that did you actually describe, like, how did he kill his parents? Is that a known oh, thing? Oh, yeah,
8: he killed them at home in their, in Knoxville, Tennessee, with a kitchen knife. I think it was like a chef's knife. And then he cut up their bodies and tried to dissolve them in homemade acid.
1: Well, they were dead at that point, I assume.
8: Yeah, I mean, but he stabbed them to death. Okay, yeah. stabbed to death. Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool.
8: Yeah, any more questions on that? You can look him up online, Joel Guy Jr. Actually, but he did the, what,
2: make a mean stew, huh? Hey. Uh. You, <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That was Richard Barney. Give it loud, all right. All right, uh, your next comedian coming to stage. Very smart, very funny guy. So let's let's hear what he's got. Make it loud right now for Cole Chapman, everyone. Come on.
10: And another thing about Zootopia, all right? Fuck this movie for real. No, uh, <laughs> that was a very impassioned discussion about it. I was kind of—I didn't want to do my set. I just want to like su- surrender the time. <laughs> just be like, "No, nah, man, keep this going." With this podcast of movie critique podcast. And I thought Buddy Hop was actually the, the second character to the, the fox. It's like, what are you talking about? Um, all right. Uh, what do we want? Also, you mentioned. Wait. You, I thought it was funny. Never mind. I'm not going to give notes that I should have given last set now. Uh, this is my time. Okay. Uh, hey, who's excited for fantasy football? Excuse me, just football. Yay. Who's excited for football? You just lost to me. <laughs> ha, ha. That's true. I did. But at least you're watching football. I don't know, man. Um, football's, like, bad now, which is weird. Uh, as someone who grew up watching football, it's uh, very morally conflicting, you know? Uh, mostly because I play fantasy football, and that's, like really weird because when it comes to fantasy football when you go through a draft there's always now like now there's this thing where every round someone's got to pick like a player and in picking that player condone some kind of crime you know what i mean <laughs> like they like come to the round and like pick a like pick someone and be like haha they endorse childhood you know assault like haha <laughs> they like child abuse ah you gotta like live with that in your unconscious but uh i don't know i can't i can't stand by football anymore i don't think uh, mostly because whenever i talk about football I use the word allegedly way too often, you know what I mean? Anybody have this? You suddenly, you become, like, I'm no, I'm the biggest legal expert when it comes to football players, you know what I mean? I'm no bigger proponent of the justice system until, talk, like, talking about charges given to a player on my team, you know? I'm like, let's wait for all the facts to come out, okay? there are two sides to every story. We got to, you can't rush a conclusion on this one. It's bad, man. Uh... <laughs> Is there more? Yeah, oh, oh. But the my favorite thing about fantasy football are the uh, punishments that happens. Because, you know, you play. I don't know if anybody uh, plays fantasy football on here, but at the end of the season, whoever gets last always has to do something, like, crooky and crazy, you know? Like, go wear pajamas and sell fish on the side of the road. Wah! Like, something to ruin someone's afternoon, you know? Uh, but every time I see these, I feel like they don't go far enough, you know? So my friends and I, we like to step it up. We like to innovate. Uh, so last year, the punishment, For losing our fantasy football league was you had to join the Church of Scientology, which I thought was pretty good (laughs) That was pretty good punishment. (laughs) Like we lost a friend, but it was a great story. So (laughs) We're all about it. (laughs) We're like, ah, you know, we'll never see him again He'll get hounded for the rest of his life, but hey, don't lose. Hey man, let's set your lineups. You know, they matter (laughs) This year we're changing it up Uh, uh, Now the uh, loser has to run for office. I feel like that's a fun (laughs) A fun punishment for you. It's like, yeah, well, you can't manage a team. Let's see how you manage this municipality. All right. <laughs> get in there, sort out some numbers. Let's figure it out. I don't know. Uh, I did used to play football. Uh, when I tell people that uh, people are like, what did you guard him with? Your sass? You know, like sitting on the outside, like, uh uh-uh. uh. They're like, all right, I'll go around. Uh, <laughs> like, that's kind of the look I get. Uh, I don't know. And it, it was weird, mostly because. Um, when I was a freshman, like, you know, 14 years old, I played, uh, my freshman team was this guy, uh, he was this, uh, Polynesian fellow, uh, so, uh, he was 250 pounds and six foot four. uh, and his name was obviously Junior, uh, because when you give birth to a monster, it's like, okay, we gotta name him something ironic to, like, <laughs> disarm the situation when he bursts through, like, the Kool-Aid man, you know what I mean? And they're like, ah, it's Junior, okay, it's cool, it's fine. Uh, but he before every game he tried to teach us this thing to like get the mental edge over the other team. He tried to teach us uh, something called the haka. Are you familiar with the haka? It is a uh, war dance that happens usually before like all black games, uh, you know, like rugby games and stuff. And it's this really intimidating thing. Like they start dancing, it's this big, and they're screaming, ah, 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 and it's like this crazy thing. The whole point of it is to, like to make what looks like should be a sport into now blood sport, and people are like, I thought we were just gonna run a ball between two rectangles, but now I'm gonna die? Like, this is crazy, what the fuck? Uh, We did that to get the mental edge. We lost every single game, guys, Uh, yeah. Mostly because we learned that the haka is only intimidating when you've got 50 other Polynesian dudes doing it. If you've got one in the middle going, and then 40 different versions of me like tap dancing around him like, hey Junior, hey,
7: whoa, like doing
10: like an angry Charleston at him. You're like, what the fuck is <laughs> this dude doing? Like, are you trying to summon another one? Like, it's just like, like the depression took a downturn at a party, and everyone's like, no, oh, rats! And, like, has to somehow play football after that. That's all my time, everybody. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah, don't forget to pay, assholes.
2: Uh, yeah, two bucks. Be a, be a, be a friend. I uh, uh, love that last bit. That's, that's so funny, and you... That's another opportunity. You have the great 20s voice and just opportunity to just go wild with that. I mean, really just like, you know, you know what you're doing when you say like, uh, this big brown fella is really going to bring it to you right now. Like, oh, la, 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 something along those fella. Uh, those I'm not going to say
10: that, but yeah, sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, not that.
10: That's big bad fella. <laughs>
2: no, I'm just saying like something like t- vaguely 20s racist is always funny. You know, like racist terms that went away like 40 years ago. You're like. What does that even mean? Um
1: What's that
10: Christmas song? The 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 uh, Bobby Darren one? Oh, I don't know. The what? The, the Christmas song? What? Damn, Matt uh, <laughs> You know that Christmas song about what a What the fuck murderer? is your Christmas like? <laughs> <laughs> about Jack the Ripper killing people in London? <laughs> Merry Christmas everybody. Maybe it's all No, no, no. It's the uh it's a uh, my Cole, I think you're the, the perfect, only one who's going to
2: know the Bobby Darren Christmas song. Yeah, I, so I, I am. I, yeah. that, that is <laughs> um, correct. That is correct. But other than that, you said the All Blacks, uh, assuming that people knew what that was. And I know. That's why I had to remind you. Made you sound be. vaguely racist.
7: Well, which welcome to my could my everyday be funny life to bro.
2: roll with. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That could be something to play with there. Uh, uh, picturing you in fo- football pads, I feel like you could come up with a good description of what you look like in football pads. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think they. I don't, think, I, I don't have anything right now, but I think that you could come up with something pretty good. Um, the, the bit about your friend having to join Scientology because he lost his league was great. And you could say, like, we're really trying to help him because I think he lost because of all those Thetans or something like that. Hmm. He had hmm. far too many Thetans to like manage the that football defense, man. team appropriately. And uh, it, you're, you you uh, you said, you know, you were like, I'm condoning all these different crimes. Uh, so which. T- which Crime would make the strongest team if you picked only by that crime. Oh, Ooh. you could talk about like, oh, I got it. I got feel the like all my assault team. Squad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's like, the, it's, like Mox- it's like
10: the monster Elliot. Let's do it. Hell yeah. yeah, we uh, could Rockwell. have
2: like the domestic abuse squad yeah, versus Adrian like the Peterson. missed child child yeah. alimony squad Absolutely. and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't I know. Bring him
10: back?
5: Why not? He served his time. It's not. He doesn't yeah. <laughs>
2: it yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. So okay, that's all I got. That's
5: fun. Anyone else? Any joke that involves uh, the dance, the Charleston, is inherently hilarious to me because the word the word Charleston is hilarious, first of all. But to truly unlock the full potential of that joke, you have to be dancing the Charleston while you're doing it. Do you know how? Was I not?
2: Uh, <laughs> you were doing <laughs> Wait, like a 20s like running version, version I thought, but I wasn't fucking doing, it, wow,
5: There, that, yes. That's no, no, not that, the Char- this is the Charleston. Yeah, yeah, but most people think the other thing is the Charleston. <laughs> Well, what the fuck? Or, <laughs>
10: do like, you want no, this to be a view, good joke or not, Cole? Charleston, just to
5: like get ahead of it. What are you talking about? <laughs> or even, or you could even use that. You could, you could do the the one All where you're. Buttons, yeah, buttons. yeah, and like, which one is the real Charleston, guys? Only true dance fans or something? No, I don't. Yeah, know. I'll, like start gatekeeping on Charleston. <laughs> yes.
10: All yes. the yes. true fucking <laughs> fans, don't you shit, bro. <laughs>
11: well,
2: that's good too, because the the real Charleston does look a little bit more like the haka. Uh, Because you're like bent over when you're doing it, so that's kind of funny. (laughs) Next,
12: I both knew someone from my high school whose name was Junior, who fit that exact description. So you go to Sacred Heart? No. (laughs) Ah, Never mind. Continue. Um, But I I liked what you were saying about the like endorsing like bad crimes, but I think it would be even funnier if you're like I've never been so happy for like someone who didn't pay their child support payments you're like yes ben roethlberger go thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you.
10: <laughs> accused rapist but yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> <know>. yeah sure <laughs> he probably didn't pay child support too let's be real he is a scumbag yeah
7: i think that football joke will actually be smoother if you set up the concept a little earlier like it took sure. me, I think the first time I understood that the joke was about how there's so many allegations and crimes in the league was mm-hmm. when you got to what was supposed to be a punchline. Mm-hmm. So if when you're like football's terrible, it's almost, it even occurred to me, you could be like, it's almost like football is becoming a courtroom drama, but like mm-hmm. something in there just so that by the time I'm at the punchline, I already kind of know what the joke is or know sure. what's coming.
3: Yeah.
13: I like the football joke. What if um, the, so you said what the person who loses the fantasy football there's only one loser? Yeah. Oh, okay. Unless
10: you're like, if you're not first, you're last, bro. So if you're last,
13: you're, you're there's only one person, though, right? Yeah. That's going to lose. Okay, mm-hmm. so what if you're like, okay, the loser has to like do the crime that one of their teammates is accused oh. of <laughs> and be like, and are that's why I chose- Are you advocating assault? Well, then yeah. you'd be like, and that's why I chose all the guys who are allegedly in relationships <laughs> like, oh, and yeah. just kind of be a little
10: self-deprecating. Okay. I gotta do the crime of fucking yeah. about, except oh, no no. No, that's a, no don't do that uh, that is also a crime <laughs> that is definitely a crime yeah. Yeah. still a crime <laughs> that's okay. why I had to pull back excuse me radio audience
2: hashtag uh, <laughs> okay
13: don't yeah. make me hashtag you
10: alright we'll guys
2: <laughs> that's uh, that's Cole Chapman everyone give it up alright guys your next comedians are regular here fantastic
5: guys so make it loud right now for Stephen Massey come on Thank you, Marty, for being the first comic to pronounce my name right in like a fucking week. Yeah. Uh, the Emmys are happening right now, guys. The Emmys are going on. And from what I hear, Michael Che and Colin Jost are bombing. So I feel a lot better about myself tonight. Uh, I mean, fuck, if they're on national TV and they can't get it right. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, hilarious. Um I uh, was in a bar the other week, uh, just waiting for a mic to start, uh, as is generally the reason I'm in a bar, um, and some, there's something about Mary was on TV, and I hadn't seen that movie pretty much since it came out, and I was just remembering like the first time I saw it and like all the hubbub there was around it. I went on IMDb, and I was just looking at trivia, uh, and apparently, there's a scene in that movie, uh, the, the scene where they're on the date, and they're, they're just having a d- seemingly regular conversation. That conversation was from an unproduced episode of Seinfeld, guys. The writers bought that uh, dialogue from the Seinfeld writers. Uh, so, you know, if you're ever feeling uh, like you have writer's block, you know, just do the honorable thing. Buy jokes from another comic, but, you know, never steal. Don't ever steal. There's a line. There is a line, and, and we shouldn't cross it. Uh, people like to talk about progress. This idea that we've come so far as a society, uh, mainly via bringing up things from hundreds of years ago when people thought your brain was your liver and human sacrifice was one of the best ways to get more food out of the ground. Uh, And one such stellar example of the alternate reality that is the past is that once upon a time in Ireland, bards, uh, jesters, uh, whatever you want to call them, basically comedians, could not get married. And uh, that's because people once held that the power of satire was such that uh, if these jokers roasted the king hard enough, they could raise welts on his skin. And not only that, but apparently uh, they had the ability to uh, kill rats as well with their wit. So I guess we know why Trump has been skipping the White House Correspondents' Dinner two years running now. hey <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, But the takeaway here is that people believed that these people were too smart and powerful to have their genes passed on. And now we know better. So comedians still aren't procreating, but it's for a multitude of new reasons, less weird reasons. And that's all progress is, really. Changing why you can't do something so people don't complain about it anymore. Uh, Or they don't complain for a little while anyway. Uh, I'm often in the habit of uh, asking people if I like, if I can give them rides, drive them places, because I have a car. And and I want to be clear, I'm I'm talking about the friend kind of like here. Uh, A lot of people seem to think I'm super nice because I'm somehow inconveniencing myself, but it's nothing so altruistic. Uh, I'm a delightful combination of socially inept and uh, overly anxious and self-conscious. And having someone in my car as I ferry them to their destination is just a surefire way to—okay, uh, lost my place. Sorry. Surefire way to have pleasant company for a brief time. I get to indoctrinate them to my musical tastes, and I'm just generally present an ideal version of myself. And though this may—this bit may seem kind of like a humble brag, I'm just uh, repeating it to instill better socializing skills in myself. I'll keep you posted as to how that goes. Um, but maybe it's just because I'm weird. I'm a weirdo, and it's because I'm on the spectrum for the most part. I have Asperger's, and uh, you know it's 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 hard sometimes because uh, there is no cure for autism, uh, but you can get vaccinated. <laughs> I'm Stephen Massey. Thank you. <laughs> control, you it on, Mike again, ma- uh, Marty. Your mic is not working. Shit.
9: <laughs> How about
2: now? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm still new to this thing. Um. I I, I kind of didn't follow your thing about stealing jokes in the beginning. Uh, it felt like it kind of tapered off. Like, did I was it kind of front loaded or was it? Uh, I, I
5: mean, just the, I I guess. I mean, I, yeah. The the punchline could probably use some work, but I mean, just the point of it is like you know. Uh, even comedians need to buy from other comics.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. It, Because I I guess the the analogy I use a lot is that it's like a recipe, right? Like you can make the same recipe, but you got to put your own spin on it. Or you could just put your name on the recipe or like buy your name to put it on the recipe or something like that. I think I'm I'm a big analogy guy, but I think an analogy something like that would be helpful to you. Like, you know, you got like Toll House cookies, right? Like that's just a straight up chocolate chip cookie. It's like the most basic one you can make, but you know, Toll House cookies, right? Something, some kind of analogy like that, I think, would just help drive your point home.
5: Sure, bringing your bringing a store bought to a cookout and claiming it as your own.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah. Be like, yeah, you know, just kind of ripping the label yeah. off or like yeah. putting, scribbling your name over it, right? Something like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I think you can. The whole, I like that. The whole, the, the that was an interesting factoid. The whole Bards couldn't get married in, in Ireland. That's a fun bit. Uh,
13: I
5: I don't know if it's actually true, but I who I, cares? I, it sounds if interesting, you say but, it, exactly. no one's going to look exactly. It up. Yeah, yeah.
2: If you didn't say that right now, I would have just completely gone on saying, "Yep, that's what." I would have told everyone else that.
5: I can't find any evidence that it's that it's not true either. So, oh,
2: that's all you need then. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, uh, if it's on Wikipedia or whatever. It's good. Yeah. Uh but. Yeah, something like a, a Bards can't get married, and you kind of you re, you went back to it because it felt like you like kind of left that behind. Then you came back to it after the Trump bit. Um, I think that that that's because that's the funny part, right? It's like it's essentially a, you 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 say like you know we don't get married now for multiple other reasons. Yeah, Just, I think the the joke there is like, which is what I'm going to start telling people mm. is like it's too dangerous for me to procreate. Right, like, right, right. I might bring the world down around your your head, right? Something like that. So. Yeah. Harp on that a bit more because you just kind of say, like, well, we're still not getting married, but yeah. like, just play with that a bit more. I think that's great. Uh, that's cool. all I've got. Anyone else?
4: Um, a lot of your jokes I really liked, but there were so many words in them that it took me a second <laughs> to like realize what the punchline <laughs> was, and you got there. So, no the fewer back.
5: words. Got it.
4: No, literally, (laughs) if you told the same concept and just as few words as possible, like, it would just help
5: people connect. No, kill your darlings, I get it.
2: Yeah, word economy is important. Uh, No, it's true, it's true. Someone brought that up to me, like, it was some, there's a very famous comedian who says something like, every 29th word should be funny, (laughs) right? Yeah. That's a very (laughs) famous comedian, Uh, very famous comedian, every 29th word should be funny. Look again, Janesh. If if I hadn't fucking if you had interrupted me, it would have been a very (laughs) famous comedian who would have said it. Okay. God damn it. All right. Uh, Anyway, sorry. Word economy is (laughs) important.
8: Dan, you looked like you had. uh, Uh, Oh yeah, I I love all your jokes. You're super funny. You're good at comedy. Thank you. Thank Uh, you, Dan. You're welcome. Uh, That whole thing about comics don't fuck. I like that shit. Um, I think maybe comics don't fuck because they, they do comedy instead of killing themselves a lot. And people who fuck don't want to kill themselves. So I don't, I don't know if there's a like a little line you could draw. I don't know.
2: Like a Venn diagram? Could yeah. Be,
5: could be a correlation there. Could
8: be. Anyway,
14: good stuff. Thank you. Uh, I was going to say you had the bit of your like I'm a mix of socially awkward and other shit. Yeah. I think if you Put that towards the front. It would be funnier because it sets the context for mm. your personality Mm-mm. before you get into the joke. So that they know like where this is coming from.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Cool.
2: Anyways. Or it, or it's like if you haven't guessed by now, I'm on the spectrum. Yeah. 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 Something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. You're and, then, gonna... and
5: then tie it back with the thing with the. By the way, I did I, like no one like did not get the autism vaccination. That's the third time I've done it, and this is the first laugh I've gotten on it.
2: No, I like that. That's funny. <laughs> Thank That's you. That's a good one. Thank yeah.
5: you.
13: Uh, when you said, now comics don't fuck, maybe just give some examples why. Like, oh, I don't know. Flannel is getting... Yeah, it yeah no, he was he was saying... Oh, that, sorry, that's what he was saying. Listening.
5: No, no, no. <laughs> Another going concern. Comics don't fuck because we can't listen. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you, everyone. Cool. Devin Massey.
2: Oh, oh, wait, we have one more. Oh, oh,
8: oh, oh. I was just going to say it'd be funny if the reasons that comics didn't fuck in the past was the same as they don't now, or they don't get married just because they're piece right. of shit. <laughs> like.
5: Sure. That's something else.
2: Thanks. Alright. <laughs> Stephen Massey, everyone. Make it loud. Come on. <laughs> Alright, guys. Your next comedian, very funny guy. Let's see if I can get his both names right. Make it loud right now for Janesh Relan.
14: Dude, that's the closest you've ever been. Woo! <laughs> I like it. Guys, I I love watching baseball. It does wonders for my self-esteem because it is the only sport I watch where I look at the athletes and I'm like, yo, I could fucking take this guy. I look at NBA players and they're so jacked, they look like they were CGI'd into the game. But I look at baseball players and I'm like, look at this diabetic son of a bitch. Just hoping he can steal third base fast enough because that leg is coming off in five years. (laughs) Say, holy shit, thanks. There's a lot of weird moments in baseball, though. Like, why is the coach in uniform? This is like when kids dress up as a fireman but can't do shit with the rest of the firefighters. Y'all, I went to a white wedding recently And uh, that shit was so boring, it made me realize why your divorce rate is so high. Couple of reasons. One, they only last one day. Indian weddings are five days long. You know why? Because once you've invested that amount of money, you can't back out. If you spent $50,000 on a wedding, you will scream into a void every day, but you will not leave. Second problem, you don't have enough people at these events. There were 80 people at this wedding. I went to a Filipino wedding where they had 80 people they didn't even know. The line to karaoke was obscenely long. (laughs) Lastly, and I think this is the biggest reason, you guys gotta stop doing the fucking electric slide. It's 2018, you know how many dances we have now? If you can't be trusted to learn the wobble, you cannot be trusted to start a family. (laughs) I'm uh, very happy that weed is now legal in California. Very upset that edibles are also legal in California. I think we should legalize everything except for edibles because edibles are a gateway drug to fucking up the rest of your day. Did you guys know that 90% of homeless people are homeless because of edibles? <laughs> I didn't either until I made up that statistic. <laughs> I had some edibles before watching The Avengers, and an hour into the movie, I thought I was an Avenger. Naturally, I start to panic. That's a lot of responsibility for a five-foot-seven Indian man. I turned to my friends, I'm like, Captain America needs our help, you fucking idiots. They didn't do anything because they're fucking idiots. So I got up and started shouting, but instead of Captain America, I'm screaming, the prophet needs us. So now, I watch movies at home.
2: All right, that's it. <laughs> All right, roll on, everyone, make it loud.
14: Specifically welcoming as much feedback on the ending of that last one, but whatever you guys got for me, please.
2: Uh too bad. I, I want to do it for every single one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you also point out that baseball players, players also have the goofiest outfit like uniform out of any uh out of any sport, right? They like like the long baggy pants, they like haven't changed a lot of it since like the twenties. Yeah. You know, it's like what the fuck is this shit? And the coach being dressed up, that's pretty funny. I think you can expand on that. I, there's something there's something like inherently funny about like looking over and there's like this young athletic guy standing next to this like old dude who's like years are very far past them and he's just like spitting sunflower seeds but he's in uniform for no fucking reason. Yeah,
14: it literally looks like a dying wish
2: moment. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like Make a Wish senior edition. Uh <laughs> something like that, you know. Yeah. Um the Filipino wedding, what was the most requested karaoke song? And I think that would be a Something to, like, I must have heard fucking this song about 40 times that night. Um, oh, dude. Uh, maybe don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, fun fact, too. Uh, there's actually a whole Wikipedia article about, it's called the My Way Killings. Apparently, if you request Frank Sinatra's My Way in the Philippines, uh, someone might try and kill you if you don't do a really good job of singing it. I swear to God, look it up. Um, is it because of Duterte? I think this is long before that, actually.
8: It's like this
2: song, we're keeping it good. Yeah. No, it's true, I swear to God. Again, we're saying a lot of true things today, like your bit about the oh, homeless people and edibles was hilarious. Um, uh, I always used to say you can't, they say you can't overdose on weed, but edibles are just doing their best to like prove us otherwise, right? Yeah. Like, you're, like, by the end of it, you're wishing you're gonna die from an overdose of an edibles, so you could, like, learn your lesson, you know? Like, you wish it was more dangerous so that you'd be, like, actually treat these things with the respect they deserve. That's, I do like that point. Um, I had the exact same experience eating too much edibles and seeing The Avengers, so I thought that Did was really, really funny. Yeah. Did you leave? I left... For- I, left I left about a 45 minutes, <laughs> minutes into the movie because I kept yelling at the screen, holy shit! Uh, in a crowded theater, so... I I very much vibe with that idea. Uh, I thought you right. the funny bit was about you, you needed to help Captain America. What was what's your superhero like? What, what what would your like superpower been? You know, make up some trivial superpower that you were gonna help save the day with. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. and like you know, you know, here comes fucking Captain India coming to like blah blah blah. I don't know. Yeah. Something along those lines. I like that a lot. Uh, that's what I got. Anyone else?
13: Nice job. When you said white wedding, I was just thinking, like an all white party, like uh, the dresses. I was like, yeah, people wear like maybe white people wedding. Okay. Uh, I also like the bit about, ah oh, shoot, what was that statistic? Ninety percent. Ninety percent of
14: homeless people.
13: Are homeless, oh yeah yeah yeah, I I would just I would leave out like I didn't know that till I made that up. I would just just yeah. like let it ride. Know it. It's like- like I didn't know that yeah like I didn't know that until I bought an edible uh, an edi- edible and it came with my own tent like <laughs> <laughs> like it <a> just <chest. laughs> um, the Muhammad thing the, or no the prophet thing is it was is it like a re- like what's the reference I, I didn't watch the movie so I kind of no 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 it is, is there a prophet, prophet in no, there no or like problem. the prophet it was Muhammad? just him being
2: super duper high <laughs> yeah and that's racist of you to assume it was Mohammed, Florentina. Thank
13: you. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: accurate.
11: He, he never said Muhammad. All I'm saying
13: is he looks spiritual. <laughs> oh, um, the thing about the baseball, the guy um, wearing the suit, yes. uh, be like, it's not like when I'm driving, I wear my cop uniform in case I get pulled over. Like, Or maybe give an example of when it would be weird to dress up wherever, like, where whatever event you're at as, yeah. a, as that person like it's not like i dress up as the judge when i or I you know got a and I dress yeah mm-hmm. nice job
7: um i like the great job and um I, I like the where you're going with the wedding thing um i feel like y- it'll be funnier when you flesh it out a lot more and get way more specific Uh, one thing in particular is weddings do cost about 50 grand. So when you said that, like, spend 50 grand, you'll be into it. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of what I paid when I, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, that's
13: Um, right. I I thought about that too. I was like, Indian money is like at least 100K.
7: Yeah. Um, And then I I feel like (laughs) like (laughs) taking us on the ride of what an Indian wedding is a little bit more so that we know what you're comparing it to. Um, And then getting into really specific annoying things about, American weddings because there's a lot of them and yeah. you know if you hit a couple of them real like you need to find those bullseye bullseye you know things.
14: Like, I
7: Oh uh, I i mean
14: I mean I have my list but it's like all from like
7: comparison to like other weddings, right? Not off the top yeah. of my head. I mean, you know, there's like the drunk toasts or yeah. what you know there's I, i'm not thinking of anything right now but it's like when you find those it'll not a
2: single person has a sword in the entire place it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous How many swords did you see in the so fucking many swords it was awesome
5: when when someone does that that one bible verse that they do at every fucking wedding the love is patient and kind that shit there's that's a good one let it
2: yeah Never.
11: Yeah, yeah. I think there's like a lot to play with the, the comparison of like the banality of American weddings, yeah. uh, uh, like uh, put up against like the extravagance of an Indian wedding, and yeah. like it's just like so much more over the top. Yeah, that's a. There's I think you can do a lot with that compare the comparison. And I love the the edible thing, the statistic, because it's uh, because it's like obvious that like yeah, you do edibles, and then it's like these edibles are almost like. Justifying the things that you're making up—that they're like, you know, they're like self-justifying. does that make sense? Oh, what's that sound? Oh, that's weird. I just think that's a really—I thought that's a really funny joke. I like that one. Yeah. Um, can, one last
9: one. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. I—I I, uh, it. I guess it's more something to, to consider, like how, in what way, and how much you want to like put people into the experience. But, um, I was able to piece it together when he said like the prophet needs us cause yeah, you're high and that's, you know, things happen, yeah. but it, it'd be interesting to see, to, to know like what dots he connected to get from Captain America to profit okay. and, um, just getting us more into like, you know, like, however, cause he got a really interesting, rhythm. They got a cool rhythm with, uh, like joke, joke, joke. And, you know, maybe you don't want to do like the whole storytelling thing, um, so yeah, yeah, just the, uh, that, just that, and the other, the other thing is the other reason people weren't helping Captain America is because they were sober. And yeah. He said they were fucking idiots, and you know that's uh, how how much we want to be in your experience of the theater. So it's just your, I guess, up to, up to you, I guess. Yeah,
2: cool. All right, guys, make it loud again for Janesh Shreelan. Come on. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's keep it going here. Your next comedian, very funny woman, make it loud for Florentina tanassi come on.
13: The prophet has left the building, okay. Hey, guys, I'm Florentina. Uh, I just got off work, as you can tell. I don't like my coworkers very much. You guys like your coworkers? Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. There's this one co worker. His name is Dan. It's just that they don't answer me directly when I ask him questions. So I'll be like, Hey, Dan, how is your day? And he'll just be like, It's Monday. It's like, I hate you so much, Dan. Okay. You're like the one a day underwear I used to wear in middle school. And I just want to put a stain on your life right now. Um, but when you're at work, you kind of have to play the game. So when they ask me, Hey, Florentina, how was your weekend? I'll just be like, No. Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. And then I actively drink water in front of them the rest of the day, just so that they know what's up. They say that hating people wastes a lot of energy. It's bad for the soul, but honestly, it's kept me super hydrated and cleared up my skin. So I recommend hating somebody today. Get rid of that acne somehow. Um, A lot of my coworkers like to talk to me about their kids. They're just always showing me pictures of their kids while passive-aggressively asking me, when are you gonna have babies, you know? And all I hear is like, when are you gonna have a stupid baby, do stupid stuff so you could take a stupid picture and talk to your stupid coworkers about it? And I'm just like, I don't think I I wanna have a baby because uh, I don't like competition. (laughs) They just are so perfect. they like can do nothing wrong. literally. They can throw shit on the floor and crawl. But when I do it, I'm a drunk. like <laughs> it's just not fair. I, I do work at a hospital and I find them very confusing. I feel like when you walk in the hospital, the hospital's like, yes, we want to help you find your doctor, but also, let's play a game. <laughs> it's like the saw, like, let's play a game, you know? And then, like, you're walking, trying to find where you're supposed to go so your life can get saved. But In the process, you're losing family members, like they're trying to find the cafeteria. You'll never see them again. They're not coming back. And by the time you do get to your doctor, you still lose a foot. But instead of it getting sawed off, it's from diabetes. Diabetes is a real real horror movie. Like, oh my god, grape juice. No, you did it again. (laughs) I'm dead. (laughs) But I get to keep the straw. All right, fine, no straw jokes, I get it. San Francisco's no straw zone, so I'll uh, respect that. I recently turned 30, because that's what you do. Um, (laughs) Thanks. Sad clap. (laughs) Slow clap like my death. Um, I still feel young enough, because I get hit on, but old enough that I could tell my uncle to stop it. It's a tricky age, and who's an uncle? Where's Dan? Who's who's a creepy Dan? Um. (laughs) But I do notice that, like, at at every age, no matter what, women get catcalled. But the catcalls change. And if there was a woman in the audience, I would be like, "Right, lady," but this is weird. (laughs) So instead, okay, what about you? Like, what's your uh, like favorite catcall to tell a woman? don't just don't like fucking don't <laughs> okay that'd be the best thing not to do but the cat calls change every decade so when I was in my 20s the cat calls were hey girl look at how you walk in them high heels and I was so naive I was like oh my god thank you so much it's really difficult <laughs> but when I turned 30 my first cat call was this guy looking me up and down and he's like wow you have a look from a different time. Ever play organ Trail? <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Thanks asshole. <laughs> I'm returning my peasant skirt to anthropology right now. That's a dress that like clothes, women wear clothes sometimes. So just educating the public here. Um, I believe in the birthday gift giving etiquette. So, um, cause you know, that's why we have birthdays. That's why we have friends to get gifts. By the way, uh, if your friend, if your female friend is having a really bad time, please don't buy her a coloring book. That's just, like, the most condescending thing you could ever. <laughs> just be like, hey, oh, you're a woman and you have problems? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Here, just fucking color an elephant. <laughs> Feel better. <laughs> or kill yourself. <laughs> I don't care. Jesus. Or don't. Uh, anyway, so... I believe in the gift-giving etiquette. So, like, if we're friends and I give you a really good gift, then I expect an equal or greater gift, most likely greater. Um, a few years ago, I gave my friend a really amazing present. It was my love. It counts for a lot. And for my birthday, she just texted me HBD. I know, what a bitch. That means happy birthday. And uh, so I, I don't hold grudges, but... I do. So the next year I didn't invite her to my wedding. <laughs> I know it's tough, but rules are rules, mom. Uh all right guys, I'm Florentina.
2: All right guys, Florentina Tanasi. I uh, don't have a lot cuz oh goodness gracious. Are we okay up there? Are we good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't have a lot. That was that was a lot of a lot of great stuff. Um, uh your bit about i forget how exactly the line went it was like hating has really cleared up my skin or something like that
13: oh yeah hating people has really kept me hydrated and cleared up my skin
2: uh it also doesn't result in kidney stones uh oh, that's another that is very just true. more coffee stuff because if you're gonna it's just like mm. the, the benefits of not drinking coffee that's the only one other one i could think of because i don't drink coffee i don't know the, what else you you miss out on a lot, yeah. Okay, well,
13: I no, think kidding. you okay,
2: expand on it if you can because that's that's funny. I like that, okay, you know, because you everyone always says, like, you know, hatred is like the, the poison of the soul, blah blah blah, but like, no, hatred's pretty good for me, actually. Uh,
13: Ma- yeah, maybe I can compare, like, well, coffee's worse,
2: or... yeah, yeah, like this is what coffee does to me, this is what hatred does to me, something like that, okay, um. Babies also shit themselves, which is also something drunks do. Uh, I know.
13: I didn't want to go there. Oh,
2: clean comedy. Boo fucking boo. <laughs> All right. Uh, I just wrote down Little House on the Prairie. I don't know why. Is that because oh, the, the outfit the, you were wearing? Was that what it was? the joke about
13: you look like you have a look from a different time.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking exactly. I think it was something along the lines of like, he said the Oregon Trail line. Was that? Yeah, did yeah. he actually say that? Yeah, no. No, just okay. But like <laughs> but I think that's fun. It's like just like you thought it was like an oddly specific cat call. Like mm-hmm. like girl, you look like you could get dysentery or like you I know how to fix a broken axle or something. I have
13: used that before and it doesn't I don't know. I feel like people get confused.
2: It's like too much bouncing around. Yeah,
13: exactly. Like it's almost too specific.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, I can yeah, see that. Yeah. But well then I guess I'm just too smart for most comedy. Con- yeah, it's one of those things I know. I believe uh, it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Anyone else? Thanks.
13: Uh,
8: yeah. You, uh, I liked all your jokes. You're Thanks. super good. Sorry. i made fun of you. It's okay. It really hurt my feelings. <laughs> all right. uh, I like your jokes about uh, babies and, uh, and the, ho- <laughs> the hospital. Right. And I was wondering if there's like a callback opportunity, if, in, in your hospital, is there a room where they keep the dead babies?
13: Jeez. Um, I don't think that's a like, common enough request to bring a room for it. I mean, are you asking per, like per, for, for you to know? or <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like you just really want to know. Now, um, I mean the morgue, <laughs> but that's a, at a ch- like a children's hospital. Uh, I
14: love that catcall bit. I think that's like some applause break shit at a show. Like it's really, it's like well crafted and you get them involved, like lure them in think They're participating. And then you're like, no, fuck off. Don't do this. Um, yeah. That's really funny. Uh, I think it would be better if you open, start with the hospital and then go into not liking your coworkers. Cause it again, like paints a picture of the environment that you're working in. And it allows you, I think to go even into more detail of why you might hate your coworkers and like a different way, like, mm. you know, something about, like, Nancy doesn't clean the piss pans enough or something. I don't okay. Know, I don't know
13: what happens in hospitals. Yeah, yeah, I guess if I'm just like, I hurt my coworkers, that's too strong versus, like, ever get lost in a hospital? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you wrote it down.
1: Do you always, uh, sol- on that bit, solicit catcalls from men? Because it's just us boys here today, so it's a little unusual. I do. Well, I I go to...
13: I. Uh, I ask a woman like I ask if people if the women have been catcalling I'm like okay what has a guy said to you what about you what has the guy said to you and I'm like what about you what have you told a woman and then they get flustered
1: My favorite <laughs> My favorite catcall is the guy who sees you I see you girl I see you
13: that's the favorite one that you like yeah. to do? Then, then
1: that's, that's a good it. One. That's the entirety of
2: it. My, <laughs> my favorite one is, girl, you shit out that thing?
13: <laughs>
14: <laughs> Does it upset you that the men in this room have a favorite
13: cat? Yeah. <laughs> it really t- paints a picture. <laughs> Why aren't there more women in comedy?
1: <laughs> I like,
7: think cool, that joke about about the coloring book mm-hmm. uh, w- might pop more in the first person. Have you ever tried it in the first person? No. Like someone gave me a coloring book because I, I needed oh, wait, to know yeah. a little bit more like why I, I kind of got that it was annoying, but I didn't really get the, the, like, the wrath behind that.
13: Right. Yeah. Okay. I think I wrote it as a first person, but then I've only said it <laughs> otherwise. Someone did give me a coloring book when I was in a, in a bad place, and I was Yeah, like, that is some you. insulting shit. It like, really is.
2: A child? <laughs> is that? <laughs> I don't know. That that I did like that too. I think you could expand on that too. Cool. All right, that's uh, that's fourteen to ten. Everyone, make it loud.
11: All
2: right, guys, let's keep this thing moving. Your next comedian has been waiting patiently, giving great tips. So make it loud right now for Capital Pilcrow. Come on.
11: I know when you're
4: Thank you very much. So, my girlfriend asked me if I would still love her if she lost a leg, and I had to ask, which leg? Apparently she was being serious though, so I said, Caitlin, as long as you are you, I will always love you. But then I got a little scared. I've known this girl three years. She don't ask hypotheticals unless she's plotting something. I think she might chop her leg off so that I can't ask her to go running with me anymore. Think about it. It's the ultimate excuse to get out of shit. You got less responsibility with less guilt, just less legs, too. (laughs)
9: Um,
4: But I thought about it, and I know, because I know her, she's just going to get lazy as hell if she loses a leg. She's got two legs right now, and she's already looking for excuses to not do work. I can't let her have one in her back pocket at all times. Literally. So I I tried to save myself. I said, Caitlin, I love you for who you are, but if that were to change, we might have to renegotiate. Uh, Didn't like that. Did not go well. The look on her face kind of told me she might still chop her leg off, but now it's gonna be out of anger instead of laziness. Um, So I tried to save myself again. I said, Caitlin, I'm not saying I need legs for love. If you lost a leg and started training for the wheelchair Olympics, be fucking inspired. But if you lost a leg and turned into that wheelchair guy from Forrest Gump, that shit ain't gonna work for me. I can't handle that. I can handle a stump, but I can't handle a lump. And that actually, I could have won right there. I actually got a laugh, just like that. Just a little bit of, a little chuckle to let her know I'm getting my point across. But uh. <laughs> comedian in me came out. I had to get another laugh. I ruined it. I said, uh, listen, if crying would make the leg come back, I'm all for it. But crying never got nobody, nothing, but sympathy. And only sympathy I got is for the leg. Leg's dead, can't do nothing. But you can, so keep hopping. And she was so mad, she didn't even say anything. She like, <sighs> and I was like, "Fuck." I feel cornered, I feel trapped, cause all I wanted was a happy girlfriend. And now, she's not only mad, but she's justified. That's the worst kind of mad, cause I can't get out of it. So I knew I had one chance, to save both my relationship and her legs. So what I said was, uh, Caitlin, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm just trying to be funny. Clearly I'm not. And I think I might've won the battle. Or at least the war. Shit, at least I know I'm gonna win the race. <laughs> 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 um, I have time for the next one, so I'll leave you with two things. One, instead of stopping drinking and driving, I think we should encourage drinking on BART. Everybody wins. <laughs> we all get to get fucked up. Streets are safer. Only people who lose are the BART janitors. But we get them a raise, went in, too. This is a great plan. Um, number two, my lighter is out of fuel, and I want to smoke my blunt, so if anybody hears any fire trucks going by, let me know so I can hit your ride. Um, yeah, that's my time.
2: All right. <laughs> Capital Pilcrow, everyone. All right. Uh, I like, it's, it's a good long story. You'll probably want to trim some stuff there because it just kind of, like, it kind of like, I kind of lost it in there a little bit. Like, what was she mad about again? Like, where, where, it was a lot of like back and forth between you two. And it was just kind of like, it got a little bit difficult to follow. Okay. Uh, maybe that's just my poor listening skills. Uh, maybe it's just my poor listening skills. Let's go with that. But I liked the bit. Um, you could also say something about like, like. so I called her bluff. Like, go ahead, chop off the leg. Prosthetics are pretty good these days. And you kind of got into it with the whole bit about, like, you're going to be an inspiration training for, like, the, the Special Olympics, or it's not the Special, it's the Paralympics, right? Yeah, the Paralympics, Special Olympics. If she was in the Special Olympics, she'd be in the wrong events, or hopefully, if for your sake. Uh, uh, so, yeah, i say, like, yeah, I'll call your bluff. Like, you know, you're going to be, like, a, you're going to be a success story or something like that. So, something something along those lines. Um, and then, I like that little bit about drinking on Bart. uh he said, the only ones that lose are the bar janitors, but they're sleeping in broom closets anyways to on, on an hourly wage, so fuck those guys. That's funny. That's they're funny. making like 250 a year or something like that, right? Didn't you see? There was like that article. Yeah, no, about they
4: can the, make up for all the overtime.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was like an article about like the one bar janitor who worked like 80-hour weeks, but he was like sleeping in broom closets like on shifts. So like, you know, fuck those guys.
4: I mean, he's still working. I couldn't sleep
2: there. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Uh, anyone else? Um, I kind of
12: found it hard like the cut off her leg thing I found it harder to believe that she would actually do that maybe like cut off a foot or something like something a little less drastic I don't know like
2: (laughs) like the idea that
12: she would actually cut her leg off Was like less likely to like it was hard for me to believe it in the moment than like cutting off a foot You know what I mean? Like cutting
4: off a whole leg Maybe I'm just nitpicking Part of the joke I've edited a lot today actually I think I lost something I was trying to get at Uh, Hold your mic closer. It's kind of hard to Part of the joke is that I'm the only one talking the whole time. So I dig myself into the hole, but I forgot to address that this time, actually. So thank you.
2: Oh, okay. That must, that makes more sense. Yeah. Or if you are going to say that, have it be like, and I know she would because she's done something else crazy, right? Like prove her out by saying like, she she's capable of it. I know it for a fact or something like that. I don't know. All right.
7: Yeah, I kind of along that line, I just found it a little hard to get on your side with that joke. It just felt like you were being just kind of a jerk to your girlfriend, Um, which makes it hard to like laugh with you with the joke. And I think a little bit of that, like getting on her side or, or getting inside your head about where you're coming from more. Um, I know you got there later. Like, I know her. She's really planning something. But, like, letting me in more to your inner terror or the pressure on you in that moment. You have to make a decision. You have to do something Why you're choosing to do it.
4: Okay. Okay. That's a good. Idea.
7: Anyone else?
2: Really? We good? Oh, we got one more. Uh, just sit closer.
9: Yeah, yeah. I'll just <laughs> – there's a whole chair there. Um, yeah, I like the um, – uh, that's an interesting angle where you're kind of uh, – where you're so wrapped up in, in just like these st- strange associations that you make <laughs> that you forget to be kind to the person that you, that you love. Like, <laughs> like that's a really, um, interesting, uh, angle to take. Um, and yeah, I think though the, the it, it could benefit from some clarity of like, what's going on, like mentally in your head and how you imagine she's feeling at the time, maybe that would add too much to leather, I don't know. Um, I had that
4: before. T- I, I mentioned before that she just asked me a simple question that might as well have been, mm-hmm. do you love me? And I take her on like a whole roller coaster <laughs> of emotions myself. But I should add that back in, yeah. Thank you.
9: Um, yeah, I also I made the I, I might be too mean for, for like the premise, but when you said lump, my I immediately went to cancer. And I don't <laughs> know if there's anything there, but I don't know, yeah. Good good job.
4: Uh, thank you.
9: Alright guys, Capital Curl. make it loud, come on.
2: All right, guys, your next comedian has been a real piece of shit this whole time. Hasn't contributed a single thing to this whole discussion. But you know what? He's a great guy, so still make it loud and give him some great feedback. Make it right right now for John Gallagher. Come
9: on. That's
0: true. I have been a big piece of shit. I just have nothing to say sometimes. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, so I, uh, I moved here a while ago. I'm from Reno, Nevada, originally. And when I moved here, my... Rio Nevada, if you can believe it, it's not quite as educated or as cool as San Francisco. Uh, you can say that. Uh, so they gave me a hard time, like, John, it's okay. When you move to the Bay, if you're nervous, you're gonna make a lot of friends, because when you get to San Francisco, you're what's known as a bear. And I was like, cool, like, what does that mean? Like, no, John, like, a bear is a large, hairy, gay man. We were calling you gay, to your face. And I'm like, that doesn't matter, I don't, I don't care. Because even though I'm not gay, all that means is, worst case scenario, there's an entire sexual genre out there just dedicated to me uh, and me letting myself go, right? That's pretty cool. And uh, you know, the thing that really comes into play until the very first day I moved to San Francisco was actually uh, the day of the Folsom Street Fair, if you can believe it. Day one. Uh, and if you guys aren't familiar, Folsom Street Fair, it's a bare, leather, and BDSM festival in the middle of Folsom Street. And if you haven't been, uh, it's a lot like WrestleMania, a lot of leather, a lot of men grappling in the middle of the streets. Uh, only difference, everybody has the same finishing move, I'd say. You know, a, that's come. That's come is that finishing move is what I'm... What I'm talking about. And sexual expression's fine, who gives a shit, right? It's like a sectioned off area. At the very least, you can just see sexual liberation. Sexual expression's always funny. The very first thing I saw when I went to Folsom was just a fully nude man wearing nothing but a top hat and a monocle, just masturbating and waving at everybody like, welcome to my cumtopia, everyone. Welcome to my little cum universe. He was jerking so happy, so passionately, with a fervor that just said, This is freedom, this is sexual expression. Also, the city pays for this, which is awesome. The city pays for that, it's cool, right? Uh, like the cool thing isn't like just sexual expression in its own environment. That's kind of boring, right? It's like uh, demonstrated or like you know an area for fun. The more exciting parts when San Francisco's chaos leaks into other parts of San Francisco is not expecting. It. That's exciting. Like I got to be on the train when that the me- residents of the Folsom Street Fair interacted with people leaving a Giants game. That's always fun, right? So good mix of culture coming together, right? So I'm on the same train car. Gentlemen from the fair wearing their latex, their dick helmets, all that good stuff, right? And then people from the Giants game leaving with small kids and their families, right? And I got to see kid with family on the bus go and look at all the guys from the fair. And then d- loudly to their full train just goes, Dad, why are all these men dressed up like that? As soon as he said it, the entire train just stops, gathers, <coughs> and everybody just unanimously just stops and looks this way... I just like to say, like, what are you going to do? Like, what's the answer right now? What are you going to say? Father, Bay Area parent, perfect, just looks at his son, and just goes, don't worry about it, buddy. They're just dressed up for a fair, okay? That's fine, because he has no idea what a fucking fair is. That's okay, because the kid just goes, okay. It doesn't know. It doesn't matter. As long as he doesn't leave San Francisco, that's fine, right? That's sad. Now, it. That doesn't affect his world at all. But if he ever leaves outside, like he's in the Midwest or something, he goes, like, I don't know, Columbus, Ohio, or Iowa or something, he's walking around, he's like, man, It's like this fair is killing it. Like, this funnel cake's delicious, and John Cougar Mellencamp's blowing my fucking mind right now. But, like, where's all the fisting and bears from, you know, the fairs I grew up with? like the city's changed this, this country's changed I mean um, uh, I could say without a doubt I, the pirates are probably the scariest handicapped people have ever been what do you guys say <laughs> yeah. yeah that's probably true yeah, you could say that that's gonna be enough sure bye
2: All right, guys. That's Sean Gallagher. Great, great stuff. I love the fuck. Yeah, any, every, anytime you bring up the Folsom Street there, there's, there's a good laugh at it. Yeah, I know. But no, I know. Not, not knocking you. I like oh, I know. Uh, More wrestling comparisons. Obviously, that's my bias. Yeah. But this, the the, fit, the same finisher line is great. Yeah. Oh, I thanks. feel like uh, there could be this. Uh, what did you say? Like, you said something about grappling? Yeah. You have men grappling in the streets. Everybody's wearing leather. Yeah, uh, a lot of tight leather masks, too. Exactly. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be more graphic with the wrestling comparison, because I think it's really good oh, if you shit. flesh it out more. Val uh, Venus. Venus. <laughs> Val Venus,
0: yeah. Hello, fellas. <laughs> just an inside
2: WWE joke for just Marty, I think. <laughs> yeah, no you keep you as long as you're amusing me i don't give a shit about anyone else hey that's like
0: uh, that's how i live my life too
2: man. and i like the imagery of the top hat and the monocle guy is great cool i think you could do more of a voice with it too okay like you said like you know like welcome to my like jizz or whatever you said like i'm imagining like the monopoly guy right
0: yeah exactly yeah Yeah.
2: so and <laughs> more like more like a tycoon voice uh <laughs> when you're doing it you know like sure and then uh yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I had for that one. I think that's all I've got, actually. So, good job. Okay. Yeah, thanks, man.
12: Yeah, I was thinking something similar. I was thinking like a southern oil tycoon, something like that. Like cool.
2: a, oh, I do declare something like it, something along those lines. That is not what an oil tycoon sounds like. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. like a
0: southern Southern bell getting drilled. Uh, anybody else? Y'all good? Okay, cool. Thanks.
2: All right, uh, Dong Haller, everyone. All right, guys, your next comedian has been waiting patiently, and I forgot his name, so let me look it up real quick. All right, guys, make it loud real loud loud right now for Jacob Blazer, Blazer. If you don't know how to spell this last name, loud. All
15: right, all right. This is my first time here pretty cool yeah 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 so uh i know i look like the type of guy who should be uh burning his nikes with a tiki torch at an nra rally i have that look that's not me i'm not racist consider myself humanist i hate everyone equally that's how i roll um you see these guys uh wearing their suit and ties riding a bicycle to work talking about uh trying to be healthy i want to call bullshit that guy's got a fucking dui We both know it. I'm like, Steven, you're not fooling anyone. You got a fucking DUI. Just be honest. Um, Let me see. I got some new ones here. Um, here. So, yeah. um, uh, I'm a vegan, you know. And uh, most vegans, they'll they'll, they'll tell you their views vociferously, you know, about uh, why they choose to eat that way. You know, they say it's for the animals. As a vegan, I got to say fuck the animals, you know what I mean? Go ahead and uh, put that cow down, barbecue the beef. I'm just doing it for my own health, you know. Um, let me see another one here. So, ballooning. Uh, I, don't, I don't really get ballooning. I don't understand why anyone would want to be a balloonist. I'm, And that's what they call themselves. I looked it up. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, to me, it just looks like uh, you're going to be bored really high up. You know, like bored with a view. Or... Uh, You know, maybe you're really trying to face that uh, fear of heights you got going on. All right. So, uh, yeah, um, uh, I look for certain qualities when I'm dating a woman. Um, I'm not real picky. Uh, First off, I like a woman if she has any tattoos for them to be spelled correctly. You know, that's just kind of one of the things I'm looking for. Uh, I like a woman that's all about the diction. You know, she knows the difference between there, there, and there. Also, like a woman with passion, you know, the type of one to pull a knife just to prove a point, you know, not real picky. Um, all right. So, uh, so yeah, I was thinking about this. I was trying to, like, what, what's the whitest sport out there? You say NASCAR? Close. Golf? Normally I would say golf, but Tiger changed that. You know what I mean? Uh, fishing? Uh, trick question because I don't consider that a fucking sport. Um, I would have to say disc golf they took golf and they added fucking frisbee i don't think it gets much wider than that yeah so let me see um yeah so i went on a date uh the other day i met i saw this girl at the gym perfect body working out you could tell total gym rat so i asked her out we went out to dinner you know she ordered the appetizer big old steak decadent dessert i'm like how do you put those calories? We stay in shape. She's like, it's my cheat day. It's all good. I'm like, cool. So we go out dancing, some more drinks, back to my place, have sex. About three o'clock in the morning, she starts getting dressed. I'm like, where are you going? She's like, I gotta meet my husband. I'm like, you're fucking married? She's like, that's all good. It's my cheat day. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, okay. Uh, so I was reading this article about in the uh, New England uh, journal- Medal of you know what the fuck I'm talking about. I was on the internet looking for porn and this came up. Uh, so uh, basically, they, they've, they've found, they've uh, isolated a the chemical compound that they can uh, identify rapist up to a 90% accuracy. So this is important for the ladies. If you smell this chemical, it's called axe body spray. It's probably a <laughs> racist. Yes all right so um so yeah i dated a girl um uh the other day also we went on a couple dates you know and I, I she'd never been kissed yeah i was like wow that's pretty amazing but you know when you're growing up as a teenage prostitute you're not allowed to kiss your johns so but i have to say this about her she still sucks a dick like it's her job all right so um uh yeah um i had kind of a rough life growing up Uh you know, we all know someone who did drugs in school, you know, high in class. I did drugs instead of high school. You know, that's kind of how I did things. Uh, my mother, she was kidnapped by a bank robber when I was a teenager. It's not what you think though. She was dating him in true white trash fashion. And then uh, my father was killed in a honey accident. Uh, the bizarre part is he was in a minivan and the tragedy could have been avoided if he hadn't been sitting shotgun. But you know, hindsight's 30-30, so. All right, my name is Jacob, thank you.
2: Alright guys, make a real loud for chicken. Placer. Is that it? Placer? Blazer?
15: Blazer like Blazer. smoking. Yeah, Blazer. that's how it's right.
2: pronounced. It's, well you're in the right place. Uh I know, right? Your first bit was uh I look like a pretty much a racist, right? You look like yeah, a white yeah. supremacist. Like white supremacist, but, yeah. <clears throat> but you say you look like uh Edward norton an American history x but it if if you got aids or something like that that. uh yeah more more appearance jokes right yeah yeah. uh if you're gonna if you're gonna start with that you have to disarm people you can't just say you look like a racist because then now all we're thinking about is you look like a racist (laughs) uh you gotta disarm people a bit more um you say you know you're vegan but or you said you said you were vegan i am vegan yeah right you say not because you like animals uh you hate animals, and you hate them so much. You're eating all their food. Uh, oh, nice! Uh, they go fuck yeah. themselves. Uh, you know how many animals die in like, uh, like crop harvester machines every year? Like, I'm the real <laughs> fucking killer here. Nice. Uh, uh Hard air balloon. Hard air balloonist. Like you made a point of like they're called balloonists, which is ridiculous, right? What would you call them? Uh, you need a line for that. I think would be all a right. good tag there.
15: I got you. Yeah.
2: Um, something along those lines. you're a bit about high standards like your Venn diagram kept getting like tighter and tighter right because you're looking for a girl that will stab people but also has all of her tattoos spelled correctly like you gotta pick and choose something like at some point you're just like looking for people in jail Uh, you know what I mean yeah yeah. Like, uh, like if you're gonna you're talking about your standards like you, if you're going to narrow it down so much, like where are you going to meet this very specific person?
15: You oh, know? like like speed dating at a visiting day at a woman's prison kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, exactly. Right. Like yeah, exactly. Like that.
2: Like speed, yeah. speed dating because they only give you a minute and a half yeah, with each like, person. Yeah, quick. Don't, that, don't...
15: that table's empty. Let's
10: go talk
2: yeah, to her. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Right? Well, well, I got you. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, you, you have an opportunity for the, well, you say like fishing isn't a sport, right? But. I still love it because uh, fuck animals, right? Yeah, that still one of your bits.
15: callback, callback like that. that, yeah, that.
2: yeah. And then uh, marriage, the cheat day bit—that's that's a good little wordplay. Uh, you just tag that up with uh, marriage, you know, the worst diet of all, or something like that. Well, uh, I would
15: say divorce, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay,
1: that's what I've got.
15: All right, cool. I, some good notes. I like that
1: i feel like when you were talking about the balloons you started with balloonist and there were like 30 seconds where i was thinking what the hell is a balloonist <laughs> so it might be better to start off a little earlier like hot air balloon the thing we know because balloonist
15: well that's my first sentence was like i don't get hot air balloons or oh, and, and i don't again. understand hot air balloonists
1: i'm and probably go, just a moron that's that, so don't <laughs> worry about it all right that's uh, all good. and then when you're talking about eating vegan for health reasons You can say, I don't think it's working, or clearly it's working, something like that. Oh, yeah.
15: Okay, yeah, yeah, I got you.
7: Yeah, I think you might want to pay a little attention to the rhythm and your pacing, um, because it was, for me, it was like very much the whole, like every joke was kind of at the same talking level, the same thing, and it it was really hard to kind of, I had to work a little harder to know where the punchline was, and I had to kind of play catch up afterwards, and I think if you slow down a little bit, if you kind of feel into what's giving the audience information, and then giving them enough time to get there, you know, just feeling into your pacing and what will make your punchlines pop, and finding a little more of your persona on stage is gonna is gonna open things up a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually, know if it was because you're just like trying to get through a lot of jokes because
15: I kind of want minutes, yeah. but.
7: Uh, It seemed like
2: you were just kind of like running through things as quickly as possible.
15: I I, kind of tend to do that when I don't have an audience. I'm like, quick, I can get some material in.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but like, yeah. Cadence and pacing is is just as important as anything.
15: No, I yeah, I do. These are like brand new, so I don't even feel like I'm at the level there. All the ones I did, so I'm like, and plus I've only been doing this like six months, so it's a work in progress. No, I like that. I love that note right there, so that that helps. Yeah, so.
11: All right. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of the things you bring up, and just kind of like you brought up a lot of things, and kind of just and moved on. I think dive dive deeper into those things because each one of those things, I think you could find flush. Yeah, yeah, find plenty of things yeah. that are funny within those things. They don't just have to be uh, a premise. They can be so much more. You know. Just yeah. To, to expand dive, like. Yeah, that's kind of why I came yeah. here. I'm like, these are Absolutely. new. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, excellent. Right on.
15: All right, guys. Let's keep right. this moving along. Cool. Make it
2: Thanks. loud for Jacob Blazer. All right, we're we're uh, we're starting to get low on time, so let's keep moving with uh, Greg Moskowitz. Come on up!
12: Thank you very much. Uh, so, I've been wondering recently... Uh, so, I used to be a huge Indiana Jones fan when I was a little kid, but recently I've been wondering is he a racist? Like I rewatched the first movie and you see this dude charter a plane to Peru with his own money, fly all the way out there, go to some random native village, go into their sacred temple, steal their fucking sacred treasure, and on his way out, all the natives are sitting there like, I don't speak their language, some something along the lines of, is he stealing our shit? Hey, fucking get him! So they grab all their spears and stuff and they're running after this guy. And as a kid, I'm just sitting there like, run, he run, get away from those savages. That belongs in a museum. But now that I really see it, I'm like, that shit was fine right the fuck where it was. Like, I don't know. I'm a Jew. I go to temple and, like, I don't know if their religion's anything like mine, but if that shit's not back by 11, that's going to be a real weird service. That's all I'm saying. Like, you're never going to see some Peruvian fucking native charter a plane to the cuts of Alabama, roll up into a trailer park, go into somebody's trailer, steal their. Virgin Mary commemorative Slurpee cups or some shit and just start running out of there like this shirt belongs in a museum. Just, I don't know, man. White people are the worst. I just... Sometimes, like, as a Jew, I, like, hate that we work so hard to become white. Because, like, we didn't have all the information, you know what I mean? Like, as Jews in, like, the 1800s, we're all just sitting there like, oh, we won't have to deal with racism and all this stuff anymore. But then we get to the club, and they're like, so you all got to be racist now. Like, just so you know, like, if you're joining the club, you got to start hating black people. Everybody that we put on the list, you got to start hating them. It's like, but they were our friends yesterday. Got to join the club, buddy. (laughs) Um... So I've been trying to lose weight for a really long time and nothing really worked until a couple of my friends from high school told me about this uh, weight loss craze that they've been getting into. It's called uh, getting cut off by your parents. Uh, It's really great because I can eat anything I want as long as I can get out of the Safeway parking lot before they catch me. (laughs) Um, So... I've been on Tinder for a while, and I'm getting to a point where I'm not getting matches anymore. So I'm thinking of doing Tinder gold, right? Which means you can, you know, swipe all over the world. And I think that'd be great, you know? Because, like, I'm not getting matches here. It'd be nice to not get matches in London, in Milan, in Paris. Not get matches all over the world. (sighs) Um, But, so, do you think the douchebags that made Tinder realized that they would forever change the gender dynamic of dating for this country? Like, Every girl now, it seems like if, if a guy thinks he's a player, and he's like, oh, I'm seeing all these girls on the side, it's like, check her DMs, dude. You will not feel like a player tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's like every girl has their own shitty little version of The Bachelorette on their phone, you know what I mean? There's 150 dudes just sitting there waiting for their chance, and she's like, mm, you, what's your name? hi, I'm Chad, I'm from Daly City, and I like yelling vaguely racist insults on Xbox Live, and she's like, mm, you'll do, get on in here, bud. <laughs> it's like, all this time, we've been objectifying women, and now they're just waiting. They're at the, the fucking starting line, I'm like, let's fucking go. <laughs> like, here's a perfect example. I was with this girl, and we were at the bar, we were having a good time, and I see her like this, and she's like, I'm like, what's going on? What are you trying to decide? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, so rude. Is this guy hotter than you? Yeah, right? He's hotter than you? Okay, well, I'm just gonna leave then, because he just hit me up on Tinder, and, you know, what are we doing here, then? It's like, oh, my God, that's fucking horrible. (sighs) I just wasn't ready for it, you know? I've never been treated by, like, like a piece of meat before. Like, if you give it one year, I promise you, girls are gonna be walking up to guys in bars like, hey, what's up, toots? I like like your look here. You wanna go back to my place? Fine. Um. So, uh... (laughs) So, my dad's the kind of guy who, uh, he's really cheap about everything. Like, he doesn't even like to turn the AC on in his car. He drives an Escalade, too. So, it's like, you think this Escalade's motor is propelling this two-ton hunk of metal hundreds of miles at 70 miles an hour, but the air conditioner, that's the gas guzzler. This is really what's blowing all that gas. (laughs) Um... Yeah, my dad's an interesting guy. He reminds me a lot of Mike Wazowski, the little green guy from Monsters, Inc., because he's he's short, he's fat, he's balding, he's always angry. He really likes to scream at kids. He's, like, aggressively Jewish. He's, um, he's a monster. Sorry, that's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to get across here. All right, thank you, guys. That's been my time.
2: All right, guys, Greg Moskowitz, just a couple quick ones. Uh, I kind of lost you at the... the Join the club in the 1800s, and you got to be racist. It just kind of wasn't clear what you were talking about. Oh,
12: the Jews in the 1800s. Before the 1800s, Jews were basically considered non-white people, even if you were from. Right. Yeah.
2: But not everyone's gonna have that background, right? Yeah, fair. And so, uh, just like a real, like obviously, you don't want to take a lot of time on this, but if you're not explicit about that, people are kind of got to kind of lose you. Yeah. You know, like not everyone knows that's when the Jews became like yeah. white, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And. Another bit about that, like, and how that worked out for us, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
12: like how that worked out for us. Yeah, I like
2: that. Uh, something like that. Um, turns out SF Safeways uh, will not chase you if you steal from their stores. Yeah. At all? Uh, well, Based on <laughs> the homeless the door, I've seen. Uh, so it's out
12: the door. <laughs> See, it, where I'm from, it's out of the parking lot. The Safeway employees can chase you to the parking lot, but as soon as they hit that line. So if it's the door, I'll change it.
2: I mean, I think. Uh, <laughs> based on what I've seen. Right. Uh You're you're taking your rejection worldwide with the Tinder gold or something like that. That's a funny bit. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting rejected everywhere. Like, uh, I've learned uh, no in all these different languages. Uh, Or uh, how tall are you in like (laughs) 20 different languages or something like that. Um, And you said that whole thing about you being on the date and getting turned down was frustrating. Uh, So you started bringing like a cell phone jammer on your dates. And now I Uh, look like a fucking psychopath or (laughs) something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got.
12: Okay. Anybody else? Anything?
1: Uh, with Indiana Jones stealing the idol, I don't remember the specifics of that. Why was he stealing that?
12: Uh, they, I don't think they ever explained it. You just uh. get dropped right in. He's sitting in a native village explaining how he's going to steal it, and then all these people are like, give us our shit back, and they never explain why they were bad or what. Anything right. about it. That was the best part about it was just this very, like, I'm going to go get this shit, and then we all, as an audience, are like, yay, Nico! <laughs>
1: well you went straight to the trailer park but as an alternate i feel like you can draw a pretty direct corollary to just one of these natives like stealing the british crown jewels and all the guards are chasing after him this belongs in a museum man
12: or this doesn't belong in a museum so i'm like he steals that shit back i don't know so i'm like yeah that'd be good yeah that was really
9: it It was a good set for sure anybody else um yeah, part of the, uh, the the Indiana Jones thing, uh, that was, uh, it was, I, I thought when you uh, brought it back to, to Temple, uh-huh. and it, it, that was a really great way of, of bringing home the idea that everyone has their own culture and you don't know what they're going to do with it. That was, that was very, a very clever way to, to get at that, that was good. Yeah, I thought about oh. that today, actually. Yeah.
1: Oh, actually, one other thing. I feel like Jews didn't really become white until the 50s. Like,
9: <laughs> uh, it, I guess
12: it's debatable I just uh, I had read a book in college That mm. was literally Like had a whole chapter on it that, That's like, literally exactly Where that bit came from It was also something I'd never really thought to do Until somebody mentioned Something else earlier And I'm like That'd be a good bit So I just came up here And said it So I didn't even have it Written down It was just something I did off the top of my head And I, I feel
2: it's like, like some uh, kind of workshop or something.
12: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, I feel like the Irish became white in about 1900 or so, yeah. and I feel like I can feel my ancestors, Irish, like complaining about the yeah. Jews, like they're <laughs> yeah, right, white like, now. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
12: yeah. Um,
2: like, hey, fuck you, buddy. There's only space in this club for one <laughs> yeah. already white but not quite white race.
9: Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing was... was um, Okay, not, not a funny thing, but part of the uh, character arc for Indiana Jones in that first movie, it was like getting to get closer to the meaning of certain artifacts because then you know it turns out that taking the Ark of the Covenant has a lot of ramifications and yeah. that whole thing. But that's that's not funny. Um, <laughs> um, but the other, uh, what was the thing that like you you also turned it around too with uh, some natives from Peru or something, yeah, yeah. taking a so plane. He,
12: he, he charters a plane out to Alabama and rolls up into some dude's trailer. I also keep yeah. bouncing the the idol that he gets is, first it was NASCAR commemorative cups and then it was like Jesus commemorative cups. I just like the idea of like a commemorative Slurpee cup as their like grand yeah. idol that they worship. I don't know Well, why. that's the whole
2: plot of Temple of Doom too, right? Is that someone stole their artifacts it, and it's like caused the blight on their land. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the, he's the villain from temple of doom <laughs> yeah exactly. we just don't see the fallout
12: yeah oh that's a good one that's yeah, good one.
2: yeah.
9: But th- that was that was really cool too i i definitely i think you could like if you could find the right artifact to mm-hmm. like say something you, know, you gotta get your message out there but i don't know it's
12: yeah no I, I like what you're saying i i can't figure out what i like best in terms of like the like dude in a trailer park's most sacred object or
2: whatever mm-hmm. i
12: mean
1: all right Going with the Slurpee cup, you can just stick grandma's ashes in there, you
2: know? Oh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys, we got to keep this moving. All right, that was Greg Wazquez, everyone. All right, next up, you got Adam
7: Gordon. Come on up. Come on.
4: Come on.
7: Oh, my God, you guys. Trump's been president for, like, like, almost two years. And we're still fucking alive. I can't believe it. Every day I just wake up, I'm like, I'm still fucking alive. Holy shit. That's all I got right there. thought I'd just do that and Riff, but that's, that's it. But uh, yeah, if you guys know where to go with that, we can talk about that later. Anyway, uh, so Trump is a huge dick, though. Like, and I'm not even saying that metaphorically, like, like the man actually ran on that. Like he got on stage and said to America, I am a huge dick, but I'm going to be your huge dick. And about half the country went, I want a huge dick. And then they voted him in. Oh man. I don't know. I don't know. I was, um, I'm having a hard time dating. I, uh. The problem is I know you're supposed to be yourself when you go on a date, but I've done enough spiritual work to know that there is no self. But my false self still really wants to get laid, so I have no idea what to do. Yeah, I might just give up on life and and like marry myself, but um, just for the presence, just for the presence. I wanna like um, marry myself, register at Target, get someone to give me an Amazon Alexa so that I can have a three-way with the Alexa. She'll probably say something like, Adam, I don't know how to do that. I'm sorry. And I'll say, exactly. We're all learning and discovering, Alexa. Just go with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I do comedy because I need therapy, but I can't go to therapy because my mom is a therapist. So if I go to therapy, then she'll win. It pretty much leaves me with like... um, I do things like take ecstasy. That actually helps a lot. There's a, there's a lot of, you know, bad juju stereotypes around ecstasy, and don't believe it. There's only one real side effect to taking ecstasy, and that's that you wind up really liking electronic dance music. I heard this one electronic dance music song the other day. It blew my mind. It just went like this, and went, Nothing is real. You are an illusion. You live inside fractal reality where nothingness should exist, but everything exists, in a contradiction of quantum mechanics, possibly proving or disproving the existence of God. And I said to myself, now that is deep house. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway... Uh, thank you. I'm Jewish, um, I'm a terrible Jew. Like, uh, I try. Being Jewish for me means a couple times a year I'll get together with other Jews and we'll uh, we'll make a beautiful meal that symbolizes something and ask each other questions that Jews have asked each other for years. Like, did Hanukkah start last night? <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's my time. Thank you very much. All
2: right, guys, Adam Gordon. Uh, I don't have a lot. I think that was. I like the deep house one, although. I think a lot of people just aren't going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it because I do like electronic music. Uh, but, yeah, I think you're going to have to have – I like the 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 concept is great. I just don't know how to make that broader appeal. You know what I mean? Uh, I got nothing but, like, just something to think about because that is going to be very niche. Uh, I mean, it seems like it not in San Francisco, but pretty much anywhere, even in San Francisco, I mean, you know. If you're not talking to like the tech crowd or like something like that, it's gonna be tough to connect. Uh, I like you. Kind of made that. You made the transition from all the Trump stuff, and then you said, "I have trouble dating." It kind of be funny if you like. It seemed like you were changing direction, but you say, "I I have problems dating uh, because of Trump," and say, "Nah, just kidding." The might be a fun little misdirect. Uh, and the bit about the threesome with Alexa. That that line was funny. And you're like, this is bullshit. I thought this was supposed to be artificial intelligence. Like, <laughs> where are we at in this process? If you can't learn, uh, you know, and then make up like some sex move, something right there or something, right? You know, I don't know. That's what I've got.
7: Thank you.
11: Yeah, like uh, putting Alexa in bed and like uh, as, as, uh, putting Alexa in a setting where like it can't really and it has no function to like operate. It's like out of place, but then it turning into something profound. Like, like asking those questions, like, oh yeah, we all are, are discovering ourselves. Is that kind of what that, do you feel like that, that <laughs> bit's about? Like, uh, I, I interpreted it as like, um, uh, like Alexa said, I don't know how to do that. And you're like, oh yeah, let's like discover it together kind of thing. Am I, rem- I? I didn't know that's where I was going with okay. it, but
7: I, I think that might. I like. I like I, the yeah. idea. I think, it's a, funny, yeah, I think <laughs>
11: it's a funny. I think a funny thing yeah. to put Alexa in that c- scenario where it would never be in, but then you interpret it not. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. It as being profound. Right. Like Alexa know? then says, like, yeah. tell
1: me, oh Adam, what is love?" Yeah. 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 What is love?
11: <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh my god, I've been asking myself these questions, you know, something like that. I think yeah. that's funny.
1: Kind of bouncing off of that, like with the Alexa bit, I feel like you do need to give Alexa a command. And I was thinking like Alexa, talk dirty, but that's too obvious. And bouncing off of what you're saying, just something like really lame and like spiritual, sexual, like Alexa, uninhibit yourself. I don't know. I don't. Sorry, I don't understand or I don't know how to do that. And then you can be like, well, Alexa, that sort of thing. (laughs) <laughs> Otherwise, it was a good set. There's only three people in here now, so you're not going to get the acoustics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
11: almost like a, like a letting Alexa's not knowing stuff, leading you, your interpretation of what she's saying is leading you to some sort of like profound discovery. You know what I mean?
7: Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah I'll play with that. <laughs> yeah.
9: uh, on the, uh, um, well, on the Alexa thing, I'm, I'm not sure if I have some help, but some advice. If then you married her. You could get more presents. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: stupid. Cause you ordered an order <laughs> then you ordered them from Alexa. Alexa, like, so what'd you get
9: me?
8: Yeah, um, you just end
2: up with like a bunch of your threesome ended up in like the weirdest Amazon shopping list.
8: Right.
7: Yeah, because then I'm married to her, so it's like community property. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
9: <laughs> yeah. I so, guess um, the other thing uh, you, uh, with, you said you wanted some help with the. Um, uh, being thankful you're alive after two years of trump and then you went to the people who thought they were going to get bigger dicks if trump won but i don't so you didn't die but they didn't get bigger dicks either oh yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah, there's something there
2: you don't know that (laughs) that's true
9: (laughs) maybe that's maybe they're all getting better tinder swipes than you are and that's why you have trouble dating (laughs) yeah.
2: <laughs> alright guys we're gonna keep moving uh, give it up right now for Adam Gordon come on Thanks, guys alright moving on next uh, we got Roberto Stadhagen. make it loud come on how do I do on that name
9: Yeah, like oh yeah, the room. How's everyone doing? Uh, hey guys, how are you doing? Um. So uh, people are scared about the country right now because like no one's really informed. But I think I think newspapers are gonna get really strong in the future, and I know this because I I was the my bus goes past the Oakland Tribune. And their building, their first two floors, are a gym now. So, oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's coming. I don't, I don't really know why they have a gym. I don't read the paper. Sorry, that that was a, no, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of things I saw, I saw an ad for an app. I, I I think it was an app because they did that thing where they don't put the E, you know, after the... <laughs> So I saw this one that said for something a service, a product called Grabber. Do you think that's uncomfortable? Me too. That's. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. I can I can make those jokes and not not worry about anything. And I I. Like that's a, that's an easy political joke in in this room. Because I can't really get many people mad besides the fact that there's just two people here. Um, I've been kind of I've been thinking about that. like we 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 write, we write these like uh, like these political jokes, and we're thinking we're gonna change people's minds and <laughs> with their words. But that's such a that's that's a tall order. Like maybe it's possible. I hope it's possible. That's the whole premise of, I don't know, art and communication and everything. but it, it's a big deal to change people's minds. Like, that's literally Professor X's superpowers, to change someone's mind. Like, I, if, if someone went up to you and said, I'm gonna change your foot, like that, you, you would imagine a lot's gonna happen there. But with a mind, like who you are, it's fine, just uh, throw some words at me, let's see what happens. I'm sh- a change will happen. Um, it's it's a good thing, though, to be open at changing your mind, which is why it's so weird when people tell me it's inappropriate when I take mind-altering substances. Oh, so uh, is it just the word? Like, if I alter your mind, that's bad. Change is good. uh, uh, Um... No, I I had another joke I wanted to try, but I'm not. Go for it. Okay. uh, Right. That's the the, the, yeah. That's what we're here for. Um, Yeah. I guess I'm just having a problem right now because I'm really uh, anxious about things. I'm generally really anxious. I'll 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 cross the street if I see someone walking a dog in front of me because if that dog barks at me, I can't handle that rejection. That's. (laughs) Um. I tend to I tend to be go, walk around in this state where like anytime someone t- like starts talking to me I, I I it's like they're holding a weapon at me. It's, everything gets bigger. Like the stakes get huge. Like I'll I'll be waiting I'll be waiting for a call at customer service and I'm trying to change a flight and I'm there forty minutes and thinking oh, when they when they gonna pick up? I need to talk to someone soon. And then the thing I wanted, someone starts talking to me happens and like oh shit I'm sorry. What do you want? I called them. Uh, yeah okay uh how much time is that uh... that's pretty much it all right cool thanks uh... <laughs> all right guys roberto
2: um i like the the gym bit that's good uh you can throw some more gym puns out there i don't know some just some more like throw me a few more plays on words because at the end of the day it's 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 a dumb joke but it's yeah. a funny joke uh and just make it more dumb more dumb jokes in there i think you can kind of p- pile that in there and oh, yeah, I, I'm,
9: I'm really good at being dumb so that'll be perfect uh, <laughs> yeah
2: and the bit about i thought that was actually pretty good The bit about like you know i don't know why they have a gym i don't read the paper i think you need to like spell that out a bit more mm-hmm. because i think it kind of like i don't know if it went too fast or what but that's that's not bad either i think you could maybe expand on that a little bit more um the app joke i wasn't clear what was the app for i liked the, i like the bit like you knew it was an app because like it was missing vowels or whatever Or it was misspelled. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like, what was the app for? Because that wouldn't just kind of like...
9: You know, I didn't look it up. I should have, I guess, done some research there.
2: Yeah, or just say like, based on the name, this is what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. Which is always misleading because the names never have anything to do. It's like (laughs) some complicated metaphor for what it does. But it's also missing letters. It's it's always confusing.
9: There's a story there.
2: Yeah. And then the Professor X thing, like the whole change in your mind. Just remember that not everyone knows all the X-Men. Or what all their powers are. And so if you just say Professor X and you just kind of ran right through that, not everyone's going to know what it is. Make Mm -hmm. sure, especially like pop culture references, it's not always going to be a given. Uh, So just, again, don't spend too much time spelling it out, but like he's the most powerful X-Men. He can like control people's minds. He can change people's minds on a whim. And we're the dipshits who think we can do that with dick jokes or something (laughs) like that, you know, like (laughs) something along those lines. Like the ball's on us to think that we're that you know tactiful or wily you know something like that that's all i got
9: thanks
1: i think in general it's funny to play off of the futility of trying to enlighten people through stand-up comedy yeah.
9: <laughs> and what was the other
1: sorry what was the other thing i had is there actually an app called grabber
9: i don't know if it, well there's a sign that there's says sign grabber
1: spelled on it and it's, it's <laughs> missing the e
9: yeah you know, that's, that's not a lot to go on for, for oh, reality.
1: Right. That was the other thing when you said you knew it was a, you figured it was an app because it was missing the E. You like said that before you said what the name of the thing was. And I think throwing like, you know, it was missing an E and there's not additional context. People will be like, what? Mm-hmm. It took me a second to get.
9: Yeah. So I guess in general, like that, that premise just needs a little more. Um, yeah. It's a
1: good
2: premise. It just needs more tweaking. Yeah. Okay. When you said
11: uh, it's called Grabber, does that make you uncomfortable? I thought you were going to say
2: hashtag me too.
9: Yeah, no, that was, uh, I was uh, trying to allude to <laughs> yeah, that. Are you gonna full hashtag on that? I think that'd be...
2: Yeah, it's, it's, just sort again, explicit. Mm-hmm. So you can't always be that subtle. You, it's a, it's a, it, you, you're tempted to want to be subtle in comedy, but uh, <laughs> you can't rely on the audience like following you on everything that you're doing.
1: In terms of the subtlety thing, like, uh, you don't necessarily need to do this, but another way to take that is Grabber, like, there's an immediate Trump association because he has yeah. a quote that we all know, mm-hmm. Grabber by the pussy. Right, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> hmm? he did say that. Yeah, yeah like, maybe, like, TV. he
9: was using the app or he's a VC yeah. using it or something.
2: It's a se- the first of its kind, sexual assault app, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Eh, straightforward. Besides Tinder.
9: Hey. All, right, is that...
2: all right yeah that's it guys uh give it up for uh Ravanto. all right let's keep this thing rolling let's bring up starler burns come on up Yee.
1: oh man the radio audience can't tell this but there are literally two people in the audience tonight too count them
2: mentioned it for the <laughs> past yeah. three comics
1: even so. i can count that high damn Uh, so I'm gonna work on some new material tonight. Probably not gonna get as much feedback as I had originally hoped, but that's all right. My main concern with this new bit is that it might be too college. Which, you know, it's probably fine. I'm just really paranoid about being bullied by roughneck cowboy types, you know? I'm like, well, well, if it isn't college, boy. You think you're better than us because you went to college, college boy? No, Typhoon Jake, of course not. I'm going to do the bit now. So a microaggression is like a short comment that intentionally or not pushes negativity or stereotypes onto marginalized peoples. Like a classic is a white guy going up to a black person and giving them the old, hey, let me add that hair. Let's make a petting zoo here. Feels like a sheep, a clean, articulate little sheep. Nah, white people don't really get microaggressions, you know? Not really. White people get what I call macro defensives. And a macro defensive is when another white person assumes that because I'm white, I'm gonna love this incredibly racist shit they're about to say to me. They always get a little twinkle in their eye, I swear to God. Like they're telling me how Rudolph saved Christmas and not how Puerto Ricans did 9-11. You guys want a real-life example? One that actually happened to me? Yeah. I went on, yeah. I went on a date with this girl who happened to be white, and she seemed pretty cool, right up until the point that she told me this story about this awful night she had at the club. And it went, so I was dancing, and this guy started dancing behind me, and without looking, Somehow, I just knew he was black. That was the entire story. There was nothing else. That was the entire story. Goddamn girl, pushing these macro defensives on me, making me choose between hooking up with a racist and not hooking up at all. It's a modern white man's burden, I can tell you that much. And you know, Obviously, the racism in that story is horrible, but, hold for laughter, but what really bothered me about it was, come on, girl, you didn't know he was black. It was just confirmation bias. Like, if you live in constant fear that there is a black man behind you, doesn't mean you're psychic when there actually is. (laughs) What about all the times it was just some Guatemalan grandmother, I don't know, like a horse trying to pinch your oats. It's just very unscientific, very unscientific racism from that girl. Man, if there was any justice in this world, soon as she told me that shit, she'd have picked up her glass and seen the reflection of a stern black man. It's not a just world, not at all. And I think, I mean, can you do crowd work when there's two people? That no. just seems really awkward and weird. <laughs> what was the last time another, are you white? Yeah. What was the last time another white person said something really racist to you? It okay, happens every time I go home. Every time you go home? Yeah. You want to share with the class? I'll talk about it when I get up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can take that. All right, well, I am looking for feedback, so I will thank you for that. Thanks, guys.
2: <clears throat> Woo right, we're... Clouding so hard in here for Starler. Uh, I don't got a lot. Um, I like, you said uh, the girl who happened to be white uh, when you said, I went on a girl who happened to be white. I'm not sure the point of that line. Are uh, you trying to like prove that you're like, I don't see color, but she happened to be white. Like... <laughs>
1: It is kind of playing back that the idea is playing back to that kind of annoyingness when people are like trying to tell a story about someone and they're like, and they happen to be black. Oh, uh, okay. Very yeah. Awkward, okay, I see that now. It's just awkward phrasing in general. And
2: so. Yeah, it is. Uh, I prefer the, but I think you could probably go a different direction with it and say, uh, I think you can guess that based on my everything that she was white. Uh, <laughs> I'm not uh, exactly, you know a catch for like, you know, someone from the Latino culture or something like that. I don't know.
1: The fact that like clearly asking me to lie, huh? I said, you're asking me to lie. (laughs) That's good too. Uh, also the horse, it wasn't
2: clear. It was like, there's a horse behind her. Uh, when you were talking about like, there could have been anyone behind her, the confirmation bias thing. Yeah. there's Uh, No, it kind of sounded like you were trying to make a dick joke there about horse dicks and black guy dicks. Um, There wasn't there. Okay, then I misread that entirely. No, Uh,
1: sometimes a horse is just a horse.
2: Well, you could just ask her. Have I mean, expound on the story? Like, have her explain like why she knew there was a black guy behind her. Like, what did you know? Like, what was like, what is it that she said? Like, you know, expand on that because the the story is kind of like short and doesn't it doesn't make her sound like it makes her sound stupid. It doesn't make her sound racist enough.
1: That's a good point. Not racist enough. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, if
2: you're gonna like I mean I know it's supposed to be like a, a a microaggression type thing, but like it's still gotta sound like really passively racist, you know? At at that point she's just saying, There's a black guy behind me, I knew it. But yes, why did you know it?
1: Yeah, I probably didn't make it clear enough that this was like what made her night horrible and she was recounting this in a like Oh she's like oh, there was Whispers a... like Ugh sort of way. Yeah,
2: okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Expound on that.
1: That's all I got. Anything else? Three three people? Woo. Okay, we all need right. to get home anyway. So.
2: All right, moving on. Starlet birds, everyone. Woo. All right, yeah. Your next comedian's a big tall man. Make it loud for Stan Shively. Yeah, yeah, all right. The
14: crowd.
11: Do we have to leave in two minutes, bro? No, there's no one coming in
9: after us. Oh, dope. All right, Coom. A lot of people get fucking upset over shit I say. Not you.